All right, welcome back to Ohioan. Uh, I'm Chris Pugh. Uh, it's always fun to talk to Columbus Dispatch reporter Danae King. Danae, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you, Chris? Fantastic. Um, I'm interested um, in the dispatch. Obviously, a lot of great religion and immigration coverage. Um, Jehovah's Witness. Um, you talk about churches that have been affected by COVID-19. I know some churches felt uncomfortable with meeting in person, but you know, Jehovah's Witness, their their deal is going around knocking on doors and you know they weren't able to um what caused them to finally get back around it were they feeling comfortable with where covid is at now compared to two years ago yeah definitely so they just um the jehovah's witnesses who you might know knock on doors and have cards out on the street and things like that they just came back out in august um and yeah they were starting to feel better like it might be safe um to come back out and talk to people they're definitely still very careful masked up and things like that. Um, but it, I, I really enjoy talking to them. They're very nice people. And um, I think one of the important things about it is just that um, my article showed that, you know, they feel awkward about door knocking too, but, you know, they feel like it's definitely um, something they're called to do biblically and, and by God. So I talked to a family who was out at the cart um, in Grandview. And, um, they were just telling me about the joy that they get, um, talking to people who, who might approach them. This comes from my knowledge of Jehovah's Witnesses back 10 years ago. It may have changed a little bit, correct me if I'm wrong, but I've talked to Jehovah's Witnesses in the past where if you say, well, what's the point you go, you knock on somebody's door, you talk to them if they cut you out and slam the door, you're like, all right, it's fine. It's persecution and everything. Have they ever, like, have they ever talked about different ways of doing it? I know for them, the door knocking and in-person is something that they've done. Have they tried different ways over the past couple of years? Or are they just more like, hey, this is kind of what we're called to do. Let's go do it. And if we get door on us, it is what it is. Yeah, definitely. So especially during the pandemic, but even before and and after, um, they have kind of taken different approaches. So this family I talked to, like they never stopped reaching out to people. They weren't knocking on doors because of the virus, but they were making calls and writing letters and trying to reach people in different ways. And that's a little less kind of confrontational. Um, So yeah, they definitely will keep doing that, I believe. But, But they just you know, their big thing is they want people to know that, that there are resources out there and they point a lot of people to their website and things like that. And so, um, but to answer your question, there's all different ways that they kind of approach um, talking to people and introducing them to, to their religion. How have they, um, what's it been like for them? Because I know in COVID-19, it seems to me there's been a little bit of religious resurgence that people were asking more questions and other stuff like that. Did they feel like it was different in the questions that they were being asked during like a global pandemic and everything? Like were more people asking more questions during this time? I've heard it happened in some other faiths. I wasn't sure if it was true of the witnesses or not. Yeah, I don't know. They didn't talk a lot about that. I think there's definitely over the pandemic been some people kind of reaching out more for a message of hope and, you know, different things, a community that, you know, that religion can offer some people. But I didn't speak specifically with them about getting maybe different questions. Okay. Very, very interesting. Well, continue. We always say, 
you know, I'm kind of doing a couple different things right now, but support local journalism, go to dispatch.com, hit subscribe. And, you know, we're all involved in different things. Um, I, I do some work for a dispatch still. Obviously, you can see my stuff on PR Daily. But, you know, follow Denny King on Twitter. I remind people if they're not following you yet, how are they following you on Twitter? How should they follow you on Twitter? At Denny King is my handle. Excellent. Excellent. So do two things. Subscribe to Columbus Dispatch and follow Denny King so you can keep up with everything she's working on. All right. Well, for Denny, this is Chris. Thanks for checking us out. Have a great day. Hi, I'm Jennifer Mooney. Welcome to what is our new Hope Interrupted podcast based on the work from our book, Hope Interrupted, that I co-authored with my good friend, Byron McCauley. Hey, Jennifer. You know, I'm looking forward to this podcast as much as I was looking forward to writing this book with you. We hope to interview some uh, high-impact folks as well as have a little fun. We're going to cover stories of hope. To learn more about our podcast and our book, please visit www.hopeinterrupted.com.